Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original freedom. Hey, this is Scott from Original Freedom. I uh, can tell you that this is the first time we have ever filmed a prequel, if you will. The podcast that you're going to listen to was actually filmed about two months ago while I was uh, in a very important part of my journey of healing. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today with Dr. Eric Wan from Brain Treatment Center. We're going to talk about a modality of healing for many different ailments as it relates to disorder in the brain. And it's interesting to me that uh, there's folks that have don't like the word post-traumatic stress disorder or disorder, but yet I can tell you from a brain wave uh, perspective, that's what was going on in my brain. And I got to find that out through an EEG that showed me a C that was very chaotic and noisy. Um, and now I have cleaner brain waves. There's so many people that deal with trauma, especially brain, tra brain trauma specifically, that uh, end up going either undiagnosed, misdiagnosed, or dealing with symptoms and they're locked inside their, their head with behaviors that are seen from the outside world as crazy, so to speak, from a person that used to be quote unquote sane and no one understands why. Um, so I have so much um, empathy now, not only for military veterans that deal with a traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress disorder, yet more so universally, globally, um, everyone out there who is truly suffering uh, because potentially there's no other options left. They've tried medicine, um, they've tried regular therapy, they've tried hyperbaric chambers, they've tried whatever it is. And I walk down that same path, so to speak, in many ways. And for me, the one thing that worked uh, more effectively and more predictably than anything else was going to Brain Treatment Center. I now have chosen to essentially make it one of our missions to blow this up, to, to just bring awareness in and around the fact that there is a healing modality in and around brain treatment that's effective for so many people. We're also gonna provide the information and opportunity for anyone that's in the Special Operations Forces community that's branch wide that can get to the San Diego office of Brain Treatment Center to get treatment for free. Aside from that, this is available to anyone who's listening that is dealing with, knows someone dealing with any type of post-traumatic stress and or uh, brain trauma as just an option to take a look at. Back to possibility. We talked a, a lot of original freedom about what's possible. Uh, to me, this was, I was at the end of my rope and road as far as modalities and treatments that I had tried, things that I had done, and then this one popped up. And it's like, no, hey, this is working for guys like you. I'm like, oh, really? And then predictably, yes, it did. And I went and it did. So my passion is not just for those who served, it's for those who suffer, those who are misunderstood in many ways, as was I for multiple years due to misdiagnosis, due to whatever, it doesn't matter. When one and I was trapped in my head, um, it's, it's, it's a really horrible place to be. So if it's possible for me, I know it's possible for someone else. And I want that someone else to get this message more than I want anything else right now.
is to give this away. And so if you listen to what myself and Dr. Eric Wan have to say in and around Brain Treatment Center, in and around this modality and method, you will then see and feel hopefully the passion that I have right now, which is actually two months after what you're about to hear. And you're looking at a guy that has literally a new brain. Looking forward now that I just got super intense to letting you roll into a cool podcast from a couple months ago out in California, Dr. Eric Wan, myself from the Original Freedom Podcast. Check it out. At the end, you've got to wait and watch all the way through if you want the data or just fucking fast forward. I don't care because at the end is where you're going to get the information you need to figure out where to go to access more information to and or how to get treatment from as a non-military member and or if you're a soft veteran how to get free treatment that could possibly quite possibly quite probably change your life in a way that's unimaginable enjoy the show What's up? Welcome to the Original Freedom Podcast. Scott Spooner here on location in sunny California. And uh, today we have a special guest on the show who's going to share with us information in and around the opportunity for a lot of folks out there um, who are dealing with any type of, I wouldn't say any type, many types of mental dysfunction as, a, as it relates to the, uh, the brain's ability to function properly. Um, this is an issue in the military. This is an issue in sports, uh, concussions. Um, this is also a treatment that addresses things like uh, autism, things uh, uh, in some cases even uh, some stroke patients. Is that true? Yeah, we've helped a handful. Oh, a handful, but the most for the most part here, what we're going to do is share a message of hope that I have actually had the awesome experience of having, which is called brain treatment. Um, I'm out here in California because I'm in my second round of brain treatment at Brain Treatment Center. Uh, they're located uh, multiple places, but I'm in their San Diego location. Uh, I've been out here for eight weeks. Uh, I was out uh, for six weeks last year, and I'll tell you, first and foremost, my life's been changed. Um, uh, you are all getting a guy that's different than uh, any guy that's ever spoke on this podcast before. Um, and I mean it. And this gentleman, good doctor here, is with us. And I, I want to tell you I'm grateful uh, for what it is your organization uh, has done, first and foremost, uh, for me. Um, and now in the bigger uh, picture for many others and a ton of other veterans. And what we want to highlight today is two things. One, what we're going to talk about is not for everyone. Um, there is no silver bullet when it comes to PTSD, when it comes to autism, when it comes to any type of traumatic brain injury, concussion. Um, yet what this gentleman and his organization, Brain Treatment Center, have done is figured out how to harness technology and use it in a way that enables massive, massive change as it relates to cognitive ability, emotional ability and reason to those of us who have been injured in some way, shape or form without any medication, without any invasion, through nothing more than electromagnetic pulse energy being pushed into the head at no more than five minutes a day for eight weeks. And, and my life is lights are back on, noise is down, I got a chance. I don't want to leave anymore. I don't want to leave anymore. That's what I told somebody four days ago. 
Meaning I figured out that up until this point, that's all I've been ready to do wow. is check out in a big way. Like mentally, like I've been ready to go car wreck, bank robbery, whatever, <laughs> legit, like bring it, make it go away. Uh, and I said, if I can keep the quiet where it's at right now, I want to stay. So that's kind of pushing to the end up front. Yet it's, it's like super powerful. I've had the most transi- transformational uh, few weeks of my life. Um, and it's because of brain treatment. And I started this journey out of healing in 2012. It's almost 2020. Uh, and Tom and I have done everything from, I've done everything from acupuncture to uh, regular meds, so to speak, uh, talk therapy, accelerated resolution therapy, which is memory processing, tragic memory processing. Um, I have done ayahuasca ceremonies with shaman. I have microdosed LSD and I've needed all of it. Every bit of that, I got something from them. By the way, all that stuff's not for everybody. (laughs) Yet for me, I'm willing to try whatever it takes to not get anything back. That's the thing. Fuck getting anything back. Get what's possible. Because what was old is I don't want any of that anymore. I want new and possible. And it's taken all that. Yet nothing has been more impactful than brain treatment. And for a guy like me to understand I'm a surfer, um, we all want good waves. This is all about good, clean waves. That's right. Good, clean brain waves. So that being said, bottom line up front, this is going to be a beefy, probably multi-part podcast. I can feel it. So hang in there, listen to every word, because if you or you or anyone out there is affected by PTSD, traumatic brain injury, please listen, because this is something that can change your life. Uh, and with that, I'm going to flip it over to the good doctor because I want him to introduce himself, give us a, a one over the world. This guy's been everywhere from the Navy, a flight surgeon, uh, to spent time graduated out of Harvard, uber smart, a veteran, a protector, a healer, and someone who's committed to doing everything to continue his mission now as a doc out in the private sector, bringing technology and healing to veterans and those in the world with mental issues that nothing else has been able to fix. Wow. You're on, brother. That was an amazing introduction. So <laughs> Thanks. I feel you know, good. First, it's, it's really a privilege to be here. And uh, I'm, I got goosebumps hearing uh, that you had the response that you did. That's amazing. Um, the other thing, before I go too far, it's, it's really, it, it's not about me, the guy sitting in the chair. We have this amazing team uh you know fred alex jen there's eisenhart there's a whole bunch of people who go into making this uh what it is and kate what's Boom. that i've got to throw i gotta throw a shot for kate in there yeah yeah kate kate ryan yeah, and cindy amazing. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll love you i'll love you. that's right that's right you're yeah. up in la yeah that, that and first. Alyssa. gotcha that's right anybody that's right. do we miss anybody because it's a big deal because they're gonna listen yeah yeah i mean it's, it's the whole it's the whole team there's a lot yeah, of people i know brother um but uh, my name's Eric Wan. I'm uh, the president of- I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah, that's all right. Um, just yeah. for the audience. So, so it's called the Brain Treatment Center. The technology, the treatment is called Magnetic EEG Guided Resonance Therapy, or MERT. Um, it's a personalized form of neuromodulation. And um, 
it's taken a long time, a lot of evolution to to become what it is. Um, but ultimately, you, you've talked about, I think, some of the fundamental um, key points is it's non-pharmaceutical, uh, it's non-invasive, non-surgical, it doesn't require anesthesia, and um, uh, most importantly, we're seeing some very promising results uh, with the technology. And so one of the things I should mention up front is that um, I have to be sensitive to FDA kind of rules and regulations, sure. so I can't make any claims of efficacy or safety or anything like that, but I can share my experiences. And that's part of what drew me here was the military experience, my military background and seeing what this could do um, on a personal level for a lot of my friends. Sure. And then what that meant in terms of mission and purpose and getting this out to the wider community, yeah. because there weren't a lot of great answers. And I think all, all the medical community in the military, DOD, Veterans Affairs, um, we're doing what we can, right? Cognitive sure. behavioral therapy, medication management, all these things are, um, are very good. And I view this as uh, another tool in the bag to help guys. You talked about uh, there's certain things for everyone. And this is, I think, a new innovation that, uh, that may help uh, a large group of people. And I'll get into sort of the mechanics of that uh, in a moment. But, um, but those two things you talked about is, it, you know, hope uh, and mission are just critical, I think, uh, in terms of getting the message out. I want to know something you said. It's interesting. You say it's not for everybody. And you have to say that because, and me included, for a long time, I wanted a silver bullet. Yeah. Everybody does. Um, yet for me, that's why I've tried so many things, um, because I figured out there's not, and, and I and totally highlighting what Eric said is as far as this is a tool. And for me, it's been the most powerful tool, um, and the most, uh, predictable tool. And what I mean by that is, um, I, you can send five different people, uh, to cognitive therapy. Um, you're probably going to get five pretty dissimilar results you can say five my point is like i know uh bobby farmer personally mm -hmm. what he was before he came here afterwards i know tom spooner quite well before after so my point is like everyone that has come here has gotten gains some have been massive some have been really good yet nothing i've seen yet for me and i can say this you can't <laughs> i tell people it's like hey all i can tell you is you need to stop what you're doing and go uh because any fear like I, my one fear i have was that it was going to take away part of me though like a piece of me that i liked mm -hmm. right and that was stupid it's just a fear like, everything got better yeah right so but for me like this quiver this arrow in the quiver uh is a big one yeah and hopefully we are empowering people to become the best versions of themselves possible. And um, yeah, I mean, you touch on so many things that I, that I think are important is, uh, you know, in terms of pharmaceuticals, I'm not out here to be anti-pharma or, or push, push that, but, you know, we all have different profiles. You know, cytochrome P450 is an enzyme that metabolizes certain drugs and pharmaceuticals and some people are fast metabolizers some people are slow metabolizers the epigenetics of all of us as individuals may influence the effectiveness of different molecules and drugs um, what's kind of unique about this is we're engaging first order principles of physics 
which are a bit more predictable, right? None of us are immune to Newtonian physics or gravity, for example. And so uh, that's functionally how this innovation transpired was the people involved were uh, looking at brain function uh, almost kind of like as a circuit. And it's much more complex than that. I don't sure. want to oversimplify it. But the basic process, our stepwise um, algorithm, is to first get what's called a quantitative EEG, which is an electrical brain map of how your brain is functioning. And we all have a unique signature. And so we look along a number of different dimensions, but one of the key facets that you'll hear frequently is um, what's the alpha frequency, what's your operating intrinsic frequency. And what that means is all of us are encoding information at a certain rate, at a certain cycle rate. So you might be a 12 hertz brain, I might be an 8.5 hertz brain, and uh, Tom may be an 11.4 hertz brain. It's, it's just kind of where we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. But whether it's through uh, the physical trauma of a blast injury, uh, the emotional trauma of losing a loved one, or even chemical trauma mm -hmm. of doing years of, of drugs or, or alcohol, we start seeing these areas of the brain that aren't uh, functioning in synchrony with the rest of the neurons in our brain. And so we might see, for example, an area in the left dorsolateral prefrontal cortex that's cycling at two hertz. And because of that information mismatch, if most of your brain is encoding information 12 times per second, but the executive function area of your brain is only processing information two times per second, that information mismatch may cause you to experience a constellation of symptoms. And so in that specific example, you may feel lethargic, not wanting to get out of bed, lack motivation. But if we're able to specifically and precisely target that area and remind that those neurons that they want to be firing 12 times per second, slowly over time, uh, you see these improvements. And so that first step of you know, getting a brain map, the second step of looking at it uh, through both computational analytics and many of our doctors and engineers, and then designing a protocol specific to the individual that's really our formula. And we're using this third technology, transcranial magnetic stimulation, to nudge those neurons back into either a higher or lower frequency so that they're all firing together synchronously. That's ultimately our goal. And uh, where the injury occurs tells us a lot about how that person might be experiencing the world. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I use the example of a hit to the front of the brain. We see that a lot in our explosive ordnance disposal folks our operators, just the training. Oh, the yeah. Blast injuries or breaching doors. Yeah, and, you're just eating charges. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, hearing a lot of them talk, it's kind of a rite of passage where if you're too close to one of those charges and blood shoots out your nose, that's kind of the definition of a moderate concussion is uh, sustaining these types of injuries. And many times it'll happen 10, 11, 12 times a day. So hearing just the training part of this kind of gives us pause of there's a lot of injury that's occurring. Um, younger people have more neuroplasticity where they can recover. Mm -hmm. But um, I think over the long term, I think adding some preventative, uh, maybe protective measures to the training, um, that may be something we do down the road in the future. Yeah, it's coming from the guys, right, who was on the other side of that. The hard part, it, one thing was for years, no one knew. Repetitive blast, repetitive blast, a great formula that gave us a, a you know, a four PSI, MS, minimum safe distance. We had 
you've got constants. We all knew that world. But here's the thing about that, even in training your point, right? But at some point, especially in combat, like if, if MSD, uh, minimum safe distance, um, is 20 feet, but guess what? There's no cover. Yeah, there's no cover. And you've got to be at 15 feet. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, and we think, ah, whatever, to your point. But see, that's for years, yeah. for years, yeah. for years, for years, for years, that. And then on top of that, the big blast, right? And so we always said, no one, no one fucking knows what's happening to us. <laughs> and they didn't. Yeah. Right. They didn't know it was cumulative because I started doing research on it myself. Yeah. Um, because I ended up um, putting together a full course with another with, with a PhD uh, to begin to educate people on just that blast effects. Right. Yeah. And what the blast waves are doing, um, especially cranial wise, because our head flexes. Whenever I showed up the brain treatment last October, um, it was awesome for me. To have, uh, it was Kate, um, uh, yeah, just simplify it for me. Yeah. She's like, check it out, Scott. First EEG, like you said, get my baseline. This is where I'm at. And the cool thing I liked was that, uh, you know, brain treatment, uh, this is what a healthy brain looks like. This is what your brain looks like, <laughs> right? It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. And so let me you use some really cool words. For me, it's like, Scott, what we're gonna do is straighten this up. Waves are supposed to look like this. Yours look like this. Okay, so that's first thing. We need to make clean waves. Then frequent or hertz, sorry. So now power. I'm a power guy. I understand output. And I understand that, okay, beta, Scott, this is a scale, mean line, four above, four below. Beta, four above, alpha. Three below, seven points of standard deviation off there, right? So if beta is how I take in the world at a thousand bits per second, as she told me, she's like, you're taking in the world a thousand bits per second. And remember, Scott, you told me you get overwhelmed a lot. And I was yeah. like, yeah. She goes, and guess what? Your alpha is down here, not supporting that. So you're taking in at a thousand, but you're only comprehending and processing at about 10 to 100. So you think you're overwhelmed? And I was just like, wow, that makes sense. First person ever who said, help me make sense of how I feel from an anxiety perspective. From a, She's like, this is all noise, Scott. It doesn't go away. Like, And she's talking to me about my life and explaining it to me using biofeedback. So to me, there was that was hope right there. There's like someone just helped me understand why my life is the way it is, the way I am experiencing it. And uh, I did six weeks of treatment and we had some good gains. And the biggest thing I got was um, before I went to brain treatment that time, I had uh, a compulsive desire to jump off of things. Wow. Um, I, I don't care if I was on the third floor of a hotel, if I was, if I had access um, and this started happening like three years ago, three or four years ago. And I, I only told a couple people about it because it freaked too many people out. Um, but it wasn't a desire to die. And I knew that it, was, it wasn't a suicide thing. It was just because I'm a free fall guy. Maybe that's what like I knew what it turns out. I, I understand it now. I wanted to feel and I, for guys like uh, for, for folks that from fucking for me, <laughs> 
my bar is really high and really low. So for me to feel anything before coming to brain treatment, that's the only way I'm gonna do it. You're either gonna max me out, max happy, or I'm gonna be thinking about suicide and super dark. So I now see like, I just wanna feel. And so that went away, really cool, because it sucked. I would literally uh, be in hotels and back then, I oh, I've quit smoking since then. So there's a lot of good stuff going wow. on. So I would go, but I had to had to smoke so much, nerves, everything, and people would ask me, why don't you quit? It's like, fuck you, man. This is like back to, I don't know what's going on with me. But this helps, so I don't care. I don't care if my lungs are gone, I, Like this helps me. But I would have to be at the hotels on these 10th floors, and I would literally walk out onto the balcony, and I was usually by myself, um, and it was weird, I didn't trust myself. I would go sit with my back against the wall to where I couldn't see over the edge and smoke and be like the whole time. And um, I just tripped me. Anyway, that went away last year. So that was a big win. I can be on high things and I don't wanna jump off anymore. And mid-range emotion be began to come back and I began to have um, empathy and sadness, um, which uh, was horrible and beautiful. Um, fast forward, um, I went through a lot, even post, uh, I lost my uncle who was uh, like a father to me. Um, another huge traumatic thing. Um, at any rate, we, we, I never had the big boom moment last year. So I came back. Um, and I want to think uh, on here too, is an amazing organization called Tip of the Spear, who's making sure guys like myself, my brother, Bobby, and, and many others um, can, can be out here right now to do this, right? Because this is, um, this is not insurance covered this is not funded this is very very generous humans taking care of veterans um and enable me to come back out and i came back out this time and um i really was more committed uh than i was and one would maybe think well, why the fuck weren't you committed the first time well don't i'm in brain treatment Literally, it's, it's so I, I had to get uncrazy enough, so to speak, quiet enough to go, hey, man, sleep's important. Um, life's important. Um, my well-being's important. Self-care is important. All these things that I realized whenever I've made the statement, I want to stay here. Like, I haven't planned on being here. Like, retirement funds, go fuck yourself. For who? You're looking at a dead guy. I'm, I mean, like, I've never planned. So it's it's... In that moment, didn't come to them a few weeks ago. So the simplicity of what I told you, and they said, Scott, you got four brain waves, alpha, beta, theta, delta. They work from zero to 13. Uh, delta uh, down low, right? Theta next, uh, alpha next, and then beta's highest. Cool, I can remember that. I get that. Waves are supposed to be like this. These four things are supposed to be good. It's supposed to be clean, and it gets fast. Awesome. Show me pictures. Three weeks ago, I sat down and I saw that. Wow. Huh, that's what I said. This is from October. Wow. And so the cooler part was the aha moments, my life changing moments of crying here with my girlfriend and looking at her going, I wanna stay if I can stay this way. And then three days later, I sat down and I said, if that's my brain, that's why I'm so happy. That's great. All the noise, look at the beta. 
And that's a huge amount of progress. Gone. Yeah. I looked and I saw that alignment and I let you see me shaking. Like I, uh, Kate got on the other side and we literally both, she looked at me and she started crying. She's like, I've been waiting on this for you. Dude. <laughs> and I explained to her everything that had changed. Um, uh, before she told me anything, mm -hmm. she just sat there smiling because she didn't know I had seen it. So I was grinning too. Yeah. And, um, because all these things shifted, like, um, I realized how much self-destructive behavior I've had the last, I don't know how many years, um, to the point of like, there's a one wheel outside. I'm almost 45, man. And I live big, but there's things that a guy that has a mild TBI and PTSD and not all that young probably shouldn't, you know, maybe should care a little bit more. And that's what I realized. Like I didn't care about myself because it was all about feeling pain is feeling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, four weeks ago, I'm out here, it was four weeks ago, and brain treatment, right, doesn't make any sense. I'm on a one wheel doing 15 miles an hour with a backpack on, without a helmet on, without any safety gear on. I'm out here in treatment. I'm talking to the doc right now. But it doesn't matter. You weren't going to fucking tell me not to. Because that's the only way I knew to do business. I... So I would, and what happened? It dumped me at 15 miles an hour. I should have broke both wrists, both feet, like, and that was a, that was a few days before that happened. And this happened, and everything shifts. And I'm like, I don't want to go get hurt anymore. I don't like. I'm gonna. I'm sell, literally selling a bunch of stuff because my mental state is so good right now that I actually have something I'm afraid to lose. Wow. I have not, other side from my children, <laughs> I have not had anything that I have been afraid to lose in many years. Easy since I'd say 05. Um, like you can have my snowboard, you can have my skateboards, you can have everything but my surfboards, water soft. <laughs> um, that, is uh and the people that know me they're like what walk me through the changes like what did you experience how are you i wasn't taking care of myself last year not that it, it, i didn't want to I didn't care like i cared enough to come out because i believed that you, you know you made a statement one this isn't for everybody true and two the only way you i would know it's not for me is to come out here and have it not work. Mm -hmm. That's where I'd come to with it. And I had, you know, I had opened up to Bobby um, about the amount of suicidal thoughts I was having because I wasn't talking about that either. Because um, I talked about that with one other person years prior and I tried to like make him feel better and go, hey, but I'm not suicidal. He's like, what? I'm like, trust me, it's two different things. Mm -hmm. For them, it wasn't because I wish I'd never told them because then it was every 10 minutes. Are you okay? Are you? Dude, I'm knocking it off myself. Trust me. It's cool. I was just sharing something with you. Sorry, I did. And actually, I was because I burdened them, unfortunately. And so I quit that and I quit talking about it like for a couple of years. And then so I talked to Bobby and he had come back and I finally because uh, I don't know if Tom and I didn't talk about this out of respect for brother stuff. Like I'm not putting this on you or whatever, but. Bobby was the first person and uh, I was like, hey man, I'm pretty much throughout most days, I have thoughts about walking out in traffic 
um, pulling over into the next lane. Um, just like never going to do it. Yeah. It's like, that's the, that's the fix to the problem. And he goes, Oh yeah. And so then he started sharing. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, totally. And then he looked at me and he goes, yeah, it's gone. And he had come back from here and he had, he had been in LA. Um, and he had sent me pictures of stuff. I told you he colored and stuff. Right. And so I had hope because I had a trusted agent who said, Hey, this works. So yet I still wasn't taking care of myself. So brain treatment last year literally got me well enough <laughs> to be cognizant enough to start seeing that one, like, um, okay, I don't have emotions. I have emotions that I had lost, sadness, empathy. What do I do with that? For one, um, I don't want to jump off stuff. Cool. Suicidal thoughts declined by 60 to 70%, which is fucking huge. Um, when you're thinking about offing yourself and that's where we ended last year. This is the time thing, right? I had to get back and showed up this time and I had a plan. It was just dialed, um, sleep, water, rest, love, support, family, flew my kids out. Flew uh, my girlfriend out, got rest, was committed, stayed in the time zone. This is just for me. And so you said, talk you through the shift. I'm going to tell you the first four weeks here kind of were frustrating this trip um, because um, it's just super tired. Um, and that happened last time. It wears me out. Like the brain's doing a marathon or so, right? Mm -hmm. And we did dual treatment for me this, this time, front and back protocol. Last year was just front. I don't know, you know, but anyway, so all this is going on. Uh, I told you I wreck on the one wheel. And, and that was also during a time where um, the only way I can explain is I knew things were happening. Hard to explain when brain waves apparently are shifting. But I had even called. I was talking. I was like, hey, man, something like something's going on. <laughs> I even didn't go to treatment. Uh, it was a Friday three weeks ago. I tapped. I'm like, I need rest, man. That, that's how bad it was. But I was clear. I was cognitively clear, mentally foggy, and everything was super intense. And that's all I knew. And I didn't go to therapy. And Azure and I were here Saturday. I woke up and quiet. Like right now. I, I do that when I, when I say quiet. Not tonight is quiet. Like fucking that shit's <laughs> whatever. Like what I mean quiet. I mean, like, wow. And she sat and I would just I'd sit and look at stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I've been going somewhere. Where? I don't know. I have to go. I, I, there's something. I told people, I, and, and, and very little served purpose. I, I, there was, I, I quit brushing my teeth maybe every few days because at night it'd be time and I'd go it doesn't serve a purpose I, I'm not going to be old I don't need it and, and I have to go somewhere it's stupid all this self stuff I, and yet my job interestingly enough is all about taking care of other people and I learned that's why I'm so good at it and it was also easy because I just focus everything outside and I don't care about me and so what the world saw was this and it wasn't that I was hiding anything 
It was just truth. And I would just go home and not leave for days. Um, and so there, here I am going through all this and, and we're in the parking lot that night and I was like, it finally hit me and it came out. It's like, Hey, I, I'm not ready to go. I don't want to die anymore. Um, it's not, that I wanted to die. I don't want to, I want, I'm tired of the world looking at me like I was crazy as well, by the way. Cause there was a good thing about me or what saved me is well, I've been sober all those 17 years. So the not alcohol piece is, as you well know, in this world, uh, you get, you know, that's a big problem that you have to get rid of us. Why warrior's heart came about, right? Yet there, I've done so many other things and I've been that guy who's gone for it. I've gone out of the box. I've done, like I said, I've found shaman. I've gone and done work, man. I've been to the fucking spirit world, uh, legit. And, and I advise it for those who that's part of something they want to do. Um, not for everybody yet. I'm not going to have anybody tell me it's not for me. Um, because the one thing I've found about all this is everyone else's experience is theirs. And if it sucked for them, it doesn't mean it's going to suck for me. And if it was awesome for them, it doesn't mean it's going to be awesome for me. Um, yet this is the one thing back to hope and came back here four weeks into it. I'm still tired. And then boom, I, you know, I walk in and see, I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I know, I know what good waves look like. <laughs> I'm a surfer. Yeah. I'm an explosive guy. I know what good clean waves look like. And that's the other part and that's it. And so to have the feeling all weekend, right. And just be literally like bliss and everything used to be a big deal. Everything. I learned and figured out why I would get so stressed out when uh, I didn't know where I was. Massive fear of getting lost. Massive. To the point of GPS, I always got to be on. I always have to know where I'm at because if I don't know where I'm at, that's, if I make a wrong turn, people have, I drove a good bet. I was in combat. I drove a good bet. People I was responsible for right there. I make one wrong turn, right? So weird part is I had a shrink tell me six years ago, Scott, everything that kept you alive, all the best things, all that good shit, you don't really need it anymore. Most of it's going to hurt you out here. The way of thinking, the things you did, like it's not going to work out here. And it pissed me off. Yeah. And she was right about some of it. And that's even part of it. But what, so what this brain treatment, what this wave alignment has enabled me though, given me the clarity to go back and see even poor behavior I've had, mm -hmm. um, decisions that I've made. Some people I've hurt that I now, uh, to me, healing here has been a lot like getting sober. Thank God it's not as bad. I haven't done that much fucked up stuff. Um, yet I created some damage in the past uh, because of my inability to feel, because of my lack of uh, sadness, because of my inability to have empathy. And I did say inability because um, I was doing the best I could, yet my kids still had to deal with a dad that was emotionally not available. Uh, tried to have relationships that failed because I was incapable. Um, so all these things uh, I don't look back and see now as like beating myself up. It's actually therapeutic to understand like, no, I'm not a bad person. It was never a moral issue if it maybe looked like it that way, whether it was poor sex behavior or if it was poor decision making or whatever it was. It was, I look back now and everything I did was one of two things. It was to 
grow my company and help my clients and help them build their businesses. And I believed in that and individually, like everything, right? And because that's how I take care of my kids and make sure their college is taken care of, right? Because I didn't retire. I left. I was fucked up when I left 17 years, right? So I've been hustling for almost 10 years with a fucked up head, by the way. Um, and to now have it clear and to understand like, wow, there's more possibility. And the bigger thing and why we're sitting here today for me is my passion is to tell the world about it. Um, and, and, and no, it's, it's not the magic creator for everyone, but if there's one human being out there can have the magic moment that I'm having right now, win. we just, we win. That's mankind shifting. That's energetic shift that we're helping and literally a collective conscious, like taking this human and enabling them to, to experience life in a new way, to not feel bad about like I don't feel bad anymore it's like in some cases a couple people I will fuck you to uh, as far as judgment wise it's like hey yo I got proof you know it, it feels good yeah you know what not not a get out of jail free card on some stuff but like damn man but the bright yellow is is beta activity way up here and now it's a tiny little dot right so that's the noise that's quiet literally it's that simple that explains that, right? That's yeah. quiet, that's noise. Yeah. And I think just just the imaging of the brain is, I think, fundamental to the healing process because you realize, God, I've been told that my CT and MRI were normal all these years. Mm -hmm. Now I can see this area of my brain is not firing properly. So maybe I'm not an asshole. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because that's, that's, that's the reality of yeah. the way our biology works. Yeah. And what part of, I think, what we're seeing is our natural biology coming through. Sometimes it, our body likes to heal itself. Mm -hmm. It does. And so if you put two, two ends of a broken bone together, it'll heal. If you put two ends of a wound margin together, that'll heal. Sometimes grow back stronger. Our brain, for whatever reason, sometimes gets stuck. And it just needs that gentle nudge mm -hmm. to start firing at the proper rate, which is ultimately the goal of our treatment. And what you're seeing from 18 to 19 is there's continued progress mm -hmm. because our brain has a certain amount of neuroplasticity. And if you give it that reminder, it can do a lot of the work for you. Um, and so I think part of what we're seeing is the evolution of the progression for each individual. Nobody really has exactly the same uh, experience. And so uh, I, I think it's exciting to see yeah. your experience yeah. and um, yeah. So ultimately I think what's happening is uh, kind of employing uh, new tools, new innovations and helping everyone to uh, optimize their function. And uh, something we touched on earlier uh, that I think is coming is wrapping around that all the other allied services and modalities that can help people along this healing pathway, mm -hmm. whether it's kind of behavioral therapy, family counseling, uh, grief counseling, uh, all these things start to fall in line in a slightly different way. We've gotten calls from many therapists saying, whatever you're doing, um, he's talking to his wife now, mm -hmm. you know, and now he can listen instead of going from zero to furious in a split second. Yeah. And so it enables, I think people to, um, other modalities can be facilitated in a slightly different way. And so 
I think what's happening, hopefully, is just the beginning of yeah. a longer journey. Sure. And all the other things you're doing, I think, are critical to that process. You're protecting your sleep. You're surfing. You're getting blue light. Yeah, morning light. Yep. Yeah, you're uh, having good nutrition. Yep. You know, you're monitoring all those things. I think that's critical. Uh, well, it goes back to it's interesting. I'm, I'm going to quit using the word self-love. It's like for me, it's self-care. Mm -hmm. um, literally, it's like, well, I have the capacity now to, your, you know, you said it's, it's, it's given me more empathy as well for folks that um, just are dealing with something they don't want to, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's like I always tell people, it's like, well, I didn't want to be that way. I don't want to do this. Why are you doing it? Well, same as alcoholism. People say, well, why are you get drunk again? I don't, I don't know, but I don't want to. Why do you do it? That's the fucking crazy part, I know. <laughs> right? So it's the same thing here. It's just a different level. It's like, well, why for me, it was whether it's a financial decisions or, or um, relationship decisions or um, just not um, inability to be present. Um, I've, you know, been able to, to have talks with my kids about my lack of presence emotionally because I've always been like, everything's going to be okay. Um, it, it, like these were my pep talks. Like I knew uh, divorce sucks and this is horrible. I went through it. Um, what you're going through is definitely not as bad as what I went through. So that makes it better for me. And I'm going to make sure I can go work really hard, make sure there's money and you have everything. Um, and I, you with me. Like, we got this, right? We got this. Yet, that was never, like, sitting down with my kids and going, man, this sucks. This is painful. This is sad. Because, see, I didn't, I'm not, I, I wouldn't, I'm not allowed, for years, I, I wouldn't allow myself to have that because that gets in the way of performance. Emotion gets in the way of performance, by the way. Mm -hmm. And... Um, when you play a game um, of high performance um, and when other people's lives are on the line and more, more so than that at the time, mission was on the line, other people's life than my life, that's not a bullshit line with us. That's real, right? That's how our chain works, our loyalty chain. Um, and learning, I believe, even prior to combat to shut that out, to perform. I don't care if I being a military freefall jump master at 25 grand to being a rope master to training the training shit we do people die for god's sake so then take combat on on top of that and have like purely like gone and so fucked up and it was tom i thought was had a great analogy years ago it's like veterans really don't help other veterans because we both sit down at the, at the table with a, a, a coffee cup full of pain like yours full mine's full we might shoot the shit but you're not taking any of mine and no room for anybody else's pain. So empathy means to me anyway that I feel for someone else. Like I, I'm gonna be like, oh, of course I don't have that. That's enough to make me go pull the trigger. You put two more ounces in this, that's mm -hmm. done. So it's gone. Yeah. So back to the post brain treatment piece, I agree. Like I've got literally some anger now to deal with. You see me giggling, it's kind of a new, it's a new problem um, because of the clarity I have. 
And I also have some amends I need to go make. I also have some people I need to go say, hey, you know, and I already have, by the way, which has been cool. Literally just saying, I'm sorry that I was incapable of acknowledging how much pain this cost you. I'm sorry. Like it sucked. And now I'm having to feel all that, by the way. So the beauty of getting it back, for me anyway, and I'll take that, right? This is a much easier problem to solve. Yeah. Um, what brain treatment um, has done for me at this moment for sure is change the trajectory of my, of my life, um, my existence moving forward. I know not everybody gets it. Um, yet I do know that it's possible for a lot of people. And the one thing neither one of us know yet, I think, is, is um, the cutoff date, so to speak. And it's always been due to funding, right? People leave not because they have a perfect EEG, funding runs out. I really want to thank uh, Dr. Eric Wan for taking the time to sit down with me um, a couple months ago. Here I am now. And I'm going to tell you a really quick story because it lends itself right into believability and possibility, manifestation, focus on the what, not knowing the how, the no plan plan. Um, I went out to brain treatment for the first time uh, a year ago, October. And I knew then that I wanted to create a story in and around the treatment based off of what I knew was possible. I spoke to Dr. Juan then. We agreed that doing a podcast, raising awareness would, would be a great thing. I had so much passion around it and it didn't happen. It didn't happen then. Yet we both knew that there was a story here and this, this is a powerful piece of technology. This is something that can help transform the world and for us right now, as, as in the veteran space, it's offering an opportunity that nothing else will. So I was like, I, we've, got to, we've got a podcast about it. We have to talk about it. We have to do all these things in, in my normal, even more so back then, uh, a lot more manic-y, if you will, um, because of the noise and all the, the stress that was still there. And I, I maintained that vision and it's brought us to here because literally I went back went through 10 more weeks and the magic happened. The, the absolute clear, clear moment occurred. Um, and next thing I knew, um, I got a text that said, Hey, I'd really, I think it's time and I have time. We should do this podcast. And I, I had all but given up. I was frustrated. I was like, why don't these people let me help them and tell this story? Um, cause it wasn't time yet. And I couldn't have given you the information and the experience that you got in that podcast last year because I hadn't had that much healing yet. Um, so as is with all things, they happen when they're supposed to, not when I want them to. And here we are at the most important moment of all of this, which is where I get to tell you and everyone out there that Brain Treatment Center San Diego office is offering 100% treatment paid for for any Special Operations Forces veteran. As much as I'd love to tell you it was service-wide, Army-wide, it's not right now. And that's the goal through this awareness. I want people to be pissed off that it's not service-wide. 
that it's not for everyone and that another nonprofit gets started, actually more than that, that the government steps up and maybe starts offering some of these different modalities or insurance companies start begin to allow funding to go to some of these things that aren't regulated yet extremely effective and more so than things are approved and regulated. So let the proof be in the pudding. You saw if you're out there and you know someone or you are that person, it's paid for, absolutely. So most important focus, soft veterans right now, just because we can provide them something. Actually, all we're providing you is the message, brain treatment and SOCF, which is a nonprofit that is literally writing the check for it. And folks, this is expensive treatment, unlimited to capacity, by the way, that that office can handle. If you can get to San Diego or you're in San Diego, it's paid for. So www.ogfree.com slash BTC, Bravo Tango Charlie. That is your one-stop shop for you vets out there that are interested in applying for the treatment. Go there, you'll get everything you need. Next, if you're out there and you are suffering from any sort of brain trauma, if you've gone through other modalities, um, if you've sports, MMA fighters, um, guys I know that get their bell rung, um, NFL, retired NFL players, you name it. If you know these people, high school football players, these kids, and thank God technology is better, yet they're walking around and there's hope potentially to change their lives. Same place, www.ogfree.com slash BTC, Brain Treatment Center. You can get to where you need to go. Now, for those of you out there that have the desire to give back. I, I'm gonna give you that opportunity right now because SOCF is paying for the brain treatment. For folks like myself that don't live in San Diego, in order to get it, we have to live there. And we're talking some anywhere from six to 10 weeks of, of absolute disruption. So. I was fortunate enough to have a nice place, a good environment to heal in, uh, not a cheap hotel room. This isn't for that. We're talking about taking care of people that, that we spent millions on to get them ready to fight. Now we, we need to drop 50K on to get them better. And I think that's a, a good deal right now because it's the only thing we got. Uh, so if you would like to help fund 100% of your contributions going to support these soft veterans, their meals, lodging, um, yeah, meals and lodging, oh, and travel, meals, lodging, and travel. Same place, ogfree.com slash BTC, you'll find your link as well. If you are a mental health care provider in the San Diego area that has experience and really dealing with trauma, especially any folks that have been dealing with combat trauma. If you're a veteran doctor, um, even more so, and you have an interest in donating any time to support these veterans as they're going through brain treatment, please go to the same place, ogfree.com btc you'll find your link on everything you need to know on what you need to do if you would like to help. Because then the why behind that, having just, I've done 16 weeks of this stuff, um, it's 
a very intense process, a traumatic process at times due to things that happen uh, from an emotional standpoint, from a depressive standpoint that are natural and part of it. And we thought, wow, it'd be great if we had a, a couple people, uh, uh, if we had some docs not on their staff, docs that are willing to just volunteer their time to have uh, one of us, so to speak, speak, give you a call and say, I'd like to set up an appointment and, and talk to you because you will be vetted to now come into and be trusted and we need you, right? So that's a, a, another ask. Um, back from the top, unlimited San Diego treatment. We need funding to help offset and support travel and housing. We need mental health care providers and trauma really trauma experienced um, therapist potentially. And I will say that I'm gonna do a specific ask right now. There's um, a, a, a lot of folks in Hollywood who have made massive amounts of money and fame portraying not military and specifically special operations forces veterans in movies. This is just a fact. My ask is if you're out there and this makes it to your airwaves and you feel like your time portraying one side of a veteran's, excuse, actually, and more so a true protector's journey, then I would ask you to help support the other side that doesn't happen in the films. specifically, and I ask that you do it publicly. This is not a time to remain silent. If you have a platform, I'm also giving you the opportunity to use it for good and inspire your fellow actors to do the same. Even if it's a thousand bucks, do it, please. I can tell you it costs the nonprofits about 50 grand to put me up to get me treatment, to get me a whole new lease on life. So if you got 50 and you wanna sponsor somebody, do it loud and proud. We'll give you the absolute, you can go meet them. Set up, you wanna go sit down with someone that actually has lived both sides and actually show him or her how much you appreciate it? I would tell you to fucking do it. It would be amazing and inspiring and tweet about it, and write about it, something positive. That's a specific ask. If you're out there, go for it. Spread it, share it to those in the Hollywood space. Get it to these people. Start talking about the positive sides of what's going on. Stop glamorizing the bullshit and give back to those whom you made your fame and fortunes of at a really individual and meaningful level. I think that'd be badass. And if not, that's cool too. America, freedom. I want to thank all of you for listening to this. It is hands down, even in this moment, once again, proven to be the most important podcast to date that we have done. Please, for the sake of someone sitting out there, share this, talk about it, send it out, contact them, go to ogfree.com slash BTC, ogfree.com slash BTC, and help us start an absolute uproar in and around the awareness of how we can help treat trauma 
for all of us and better, more efficient, more effective, less drug use ways. That is all I got. And from all of us at Original Freedom, we are grateful for your support. Don't listen to them and what they say. Ask them, then figure out what the hell it is you stand for, why it is you here, and what you need to do to create that vision. And please, keep supporting us. We got a lot more cool shit coming. Life is now on fire and stoked to be back. I'm out.